Hey, where you at, baby? Spud here. I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? Hi, y'all, Megan. Thanks for joining me this evening. Y'all had fun with Benny Grunch last night? Yay, Benny Grunch. That's a pretty cool song. KB's Open Christmas. Uh, tonight's a little different story. It's a, still a Christmas thing, but joining me in just a second is uh, Chief Dave Tibbetts, who is the fire chief for the East Bank Consolidated Fire Department of Jefferson Parish. And uh, it's our kind of a yearly yak about the dangers of fire around Christmas time. It's, you know, there's too many things going to ruin the holidays anyway. You damn sure don't want this to happen. And we just had a couple of fires happen because of like faulty heaters and things like that. So Dave Tibbetts got some pointers. So pay attention. All right. Take some notes. And uh, at the end, I'm going to post this video uh, on Facebook about, you know, how fast Christmas trees can go up. I know it's kind of depressing, but it's something you need to be aware of. Okay. In the meantime, y'all got to listen to this. If you find yourself near Metro Road or on breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. If you find yourself in Kenner at breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chalmette, the best bank uptown, make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chef Brad McGee uses fresh from the farm ingredients, makes his own corned beef, conchon de lait, and a jam in a day. Custom catering, dine in and carry out or let waiter bring your sandwich straight to you. The Blue Line Sandwich Company, 2023 Metro Road, a block off of Bonneville. Call Chef Brad at 504-309-3773. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You'll spend that much time at an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID card, your insurance card, or you can sign up for their healthcare partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center just waiting for you to call, save yourself a trip. And now Rapid Urgent Care has home visits and a mobile health unit with two complete exam rooms. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Okay, so I'm talking to uh, the chief of the East Jefferson Parish East Bank Consolidated Fire Department. Damn, Dave, by the time you finish saying all that stuff, you know. You, I, I had a birthday through all that, I think. Really? That's a lot of, lot of words. How you doing there? Uh, you know, I'm good. I, I ate too much good. turkey. I'm still burping uh, turkey. But hey. it was good, though. I made me a turkey neck gumbo with some andouille sausage and a man, carcass. And, man. Might have to try that. You ain't never done it? Burl your carcass? Uh, I've, I've tried it all. I, I, I love it all. I think I was born in the right part of the country when it comes to food. I'll tell you what, man. When I used to live in New York, you know, uh, somebody, when, when we first got there to do the kingfish, this uh, woman, you know, we ran into this woman. We, oh, hi, how you doing? Oh, where y'all from? Oh, we're from uh, South Louisiana. Oh, there's this fabulous Cajun restaurant in Times Square. Yeah. You know yeah. what? It's called That's... Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, never lady. Eat, never eat anywhere except in the South. That's no. what I said. Man, that, good. that's a good. Just hold your breath until you can get that's on a it. plane and come home. Yep. Well, it's that time of year again, Spud. You know, it's holidays, and we, we always, I always really appreciate the opportunity you bring me on and let me talk a little bit about that safety stuff. Well, the thing of it is, like, like people want to do this. This is in, just Google it. Just put Christmas tree fires in the yeah. in the Google thing, and they got videos of exactly how fast these things yeah. go up and how easily they go up. 
And, you know, know? We, we talk all the time about that. That's the one variable that's really hard to replicate. But I tell people all the time, you don't realize how fast it happens until it's after you've been a victim of it or it happened to you. And the first words out of somebody's mouth is, I didn't think it would happen so fast. And it, and it really does. And, uh, you know, but once again, it's those simple things. If you have a real tree, you know, make sure it's just keep watering it all the time. Uh, if you're using any type of, you know, people want to, and look, I'm all about Christmas and the mm-hmm. holidays and decorations, but just make, take a moment, make sure the decorations are UL approved that they got that little sticker and it means that they're the right thing. And yeah, but make they, sure, make sure that sticker ain't 25 years old and there's yeah, little exactly. like squirrel chew marks on it or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing, you know, you want to inspect everything and use it, you know, use it properly. And look, it's, it's, you know, we want to be as economic as possible, but if it's got some wear and it's got some age, believe me, it's a lot cheaper to replace those, those lights or that blow up or whatever it might be rather than have a catastrophic event happen. Well, how often, I mean, how many calls, I know it's not the same amount, but what's the average number of calls? Like, well, okay. So they just had this, they just had this call in New Orleans, you know, where these two guys, a jogger and the next door neighbor managed to get this 87 year old lady out of the house. And it's only because they were right there. Now the, the fire truck showed up, you know, pretty much on the scheduled time. They got right, furlough problems right. over there, but still the fact is if those two guys hadn't have been there and helped her get out of the house, right. she wouldn't have made it. You well, know? you know, it, it happens more. And, and this, this time of year, it's always, it's not just holidays and all, but it's, you know, as we witnessing right now, it's that first cold snap and things, people start mm-hmm. tinkering around with heaters and stuff like that. But the, the fact of the matter is, uh, Spud, and, and with the fire service, sometimes by the time the call even comes in, it's too late. So, you know, anything we can do to prevent, and that, that's our big job now, is not so much to react to, but to prevent a fire from starting or to prevent it from happening, prevent somebody from being trapped in a house, the, the better off we are. And that's a, that's a good example. Yeah, if, if those two people wouldn't have been around. I got a strong suspicion with or without any any issues that that probably would have had a different outcome um, mm-hmm. but that was just you know, that time of year. that's a god's grace thing right there and that i don't is. think i don't think that was that wasn't a christmas tree issue that i think that was a heater yeah i believe it was type of uh, thing you know and that, that we, we we talk about that you know when you if you got space heaters electric heaters or whatever the case may be they they got to be at least three feet away from anything. That yeah, can but you know, well, look, look, you, I, I've got a two bedroom house. Yeah. And, and there's no way in hell I can put that space heater in one of my bathrooms and not be any more yeah. than a foot away from something. I mean, I, look, I'll take up the mat, the bath mats. Yeah. You know. You, and 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 the other thing is to be is just to be observant. If you, you know. Well, when you when you're using it, you're in there, use it. But when you're done, you know, don't just don't leave your eyes off of it because that's when when the issues happen. And the other thing is to use the proper appliance for what it's for. Don't use a oven top to heat your house. Don't use a, you know, an oven itself to heat your house. Use a right use a heater. Use we go back to the proper use by manufacturer's recommendations. Yeah. No, I do. Look, we, I, we're, we're all creatures of habit, and you know, people get yeah. cold and they do dangerous things. Well, you know what a lot of people do, and I've done this, um, is uh, like you. Okay, you got a heater. I grew up. I grew up without air conditioning. We had an attic mm-hmm. fan. You know, so mm-hmm. you open the windows, turn on the fan. Yeah. It sucked the cool air through, whatever. But we did have central heat eventually. But uh, when I was a little bitty kid, yeah, we had we had those heaters throughout yeah. the house. And and I know I got. I don't. I don't have any burn scars from falling into no, one, but no. my friends did. The old radiators. They yeah. Had. Yeah. Mine wasn't even a radio. This was the kind with the, the ceramic opening in the oh, front, yeah, the gas yeah, flames yeah. behind yeah. it. 
Yep, yep. You know? I know what you mean. Yep. But think no, I, I remember those. Well, think and oh, man, and after Katrina, I remember when all the well, all the, uh, the the gas was shut down forever, yeah. and then they finally cranked it back up, and they had all these leaks all over the place, and people right. going, "What the hell?" Yeah. It's because the pressure of the gas is what was keeping those fittings together, all those rusty fittings for years and years. And when they cut the gas out and the pressure released, yeah. then they all they all snap. But and that, and that's something too to look forward. To look at you know what what they've done with a lot of houses, especially when we talk about the South. Our houses sink. It's part of the world we live in. Well, they, they've put, in most cases, a lot of these gas meters, they'll put a flexible hose now on it where it comes out of the ground because what was happening with that solid hose is that the ground would settle, separate, and then those fittings would come loose enough to leak and cause a problem, you know. And that's, you learn that kind of stuff at fireman school, huh? Well, you learn it, I guess, that that <laughs> and the life of hard knocks, you know, that's school we all go to yeah, I mean, I as we get older. But, um, you know, fortunately, I had a lot of good people mentoring me through my life and my profession. And, you know, it's it's that life experience that you see things. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's important about being able to. And I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you about it. It's so important to talk about prevention and, and things because not everybody understands it. And it's it's one of one of our jobs in a profession is to teach people. Hey, this is what we look for, and that's why when we try to we, we do inspections or we take a look at things, and especially commercial property, we look for these kind of things. So in order to fix them and prevent problems uh, this time, especially again this time of year with the you know tonight we're we're speaking at a real good time right now because yeah. we're having that first real cold snap, and uh, we unfortunately in my world will be a little we'll start to get busy. Going back to your question, we'll we'll double our workload with this kind of weather. Well, that's something too because people. Okay, like I got I got uh, a generator and I have it serviced twice a year as as I have my AC and heater. Like every mm-hmm. spring they they service my AC yeah. every fall. They do my heater and and you know people go the first time you turn those things on you smell something burning and it's just like yeah. dust that had settled on those, those heating coils. But I mean that usually isn't that big a deal. But you really and truly should if you can. Just take a peek through the slots right there and see how many dust bunnies they got dancing on yeah, them coils. Yeah, and it's good. You said the right thing. You know, getting a professional to take a look at professional to take a look at it and do a little preventive maintenance, especially when you, you know, when when do we all wrap our pipes? When it's 20 degrees and it's raining outside. You know, yeah. instead of doing it a week before uh, or anything. But the same thing with your heat is, you know, get a good get a good fall day. You know, and and go ahead and take a look at it and you know maybe if you if you can do it you know clean them up a little clean the vents up or have a perfect we always say we have a professional do it but it you know it's an well, yeah. the old the old saying an ounce of prevention you know yeah well speaking of that cold and wrapping the pipes and everything else and okay so you hear a lot of stories all right first off i grew up out in the country okay we had a uh and my sister still lives in that house and my brother lives back behind it and they have water wells Mm-hmm. And my dad used to go out. He had a hundred watt bulb with a gooseneck lamp, and he used to put that on the. He put yep. that hundred watt bulb on the thing, and yep. and he'd go out there at two in the morning and make sure everything was copacetic. Yep. But we also we ran a stream, mm-hmm. and the thing of it is, you hear about that all the time now. Is don't run a stream because if there's a fire, the fire department ain't right. going to have no yeah, no juice. Unfortunately, it it does have an effect on the pressure, especially if if a lot of people do it. Unfortunately, you know we're big consumers. And it does have an effect on on we are always prepared for the fact that we may have low pressure because of that. And there's things we can do with reservoirs and tank trucks and things of that nature. But all in all, it's better 
it's better to do the preventive, you know, if you, if you can have the, if you can do it or have a professional come out, wrap up, wrap the pipes and keep, keep them from breaking because it's really, to be honest, but it's not so much the people running the streams as it is once they break, because you, you and I are going to run it. It's going to be a trickle. It may yeah. not be that much pressure on the system, but when your line freezes and once it defrosts, then it's open, then it's just flowing. It's, it's wide open. Yeah. That's when we really lose our pressure. And when it's at two at one o'clock in the morning, I'm sound asleep. So I ain't yeah. gonna hear any broken pipe. You know, it's yeah, gonna right. I'm gonna wake up to a flood under my house someplace. Yeah, yeah, you know. And yeah, in the meantime, yeah. somebody up the street ain't got enough water. Yeah. All right. Yeah, We're gonna yeah. step away. When we come back though, we'll get back to the actual Christmas stuff. Right. About good. you know, how you can prevent it and logs on the fire and the screens in front of your fireplace and uh, one of them fake fireplaces, all that kind of stuff. Talking yep. to Chief Dave Chibbett. Chief Dave Tibbetts, I'm getting all twisted up here. <laughs> you go. He's, uh, he is the chief of the Jefferson Parish East Bank Consolidated Fire Department, which, again, you know what? If you have to say that every time you knock on somebody's door, man, so the fire's going to be up and running through the roof yeah. before I you get through the sand. myself. We just come and do what we got to do. But yeah. Fire Department. Pleasure. Yes, and big red trucks. Uh, uh, yep. Who is it? It's the big red truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So we'll be back right after this. Just when you thought 2020 had served up the worst it had to offer, here comes hurricane season and the flooding rains of summer, right? Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home in a good year? Well, I can't help you with pandemics or Saharan sand, but I can tell you how to fix your flooding problem. Call the team at Home Team Elevation. Their precision home raising equipment will lift you above the floods. It's height done right. Guaranteed. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. In the worry, stop insurance rate hikes. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. Or go to hometeamelevation.com. And we're back talking to uh, Chief Dave Tibbetts. Uh, how long have you been a firefighter, Dave? Oh, my. I hate to say, but my tutelage was under Chief Lacrosse, and I started in 1978. Ooh. So been in, been in a few different positions, but uh, worked with New Orleans. Uh, I was fortunate enough to do some work with the government and uh, worked out at the airport, and now I finally landed here where I am with the folks in Jefferson Parish. And it's always a, an honor and a to be able to serve and, and do what I've done. I've been very fortunate to have a job that I've enjoyed. Um, I take it very serious. I have a, a passion for it. And, you know, anytime I get the opportunity that you're giving me here, but I really appreciate it to, be oh. able to talk to the public and give them some safety tips. Well, you know, if there, I mean, if there's something to be concerned about, I mean, we don't really have like wildfire problems over here. Every now and again, you get like, you know, that swamp fire out in New Orleans East, somebody will throw a cigarette out the butt, you know, right. whatever, and you get that smoke. It doesn't really, from my remembrance, it doesn't really affect uh, any, like, housing or anything no, like that. The, but the biggest, it, th those would be, you know, if the wind's blowing a certain direction, the highways and the interstate, stuff like that could be an issue. But normally, those went on and they were, you know, people didn't even know they were going on. Until you drove by and smelled it. Yeah. You know? oh, I mean, yeah. there were more than one time I'm way over here in Metro, I could smell that fire oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. No, no doubt. It's uh, one of those things. How bad, um, before I get to Christmas stuff, since we're talking about this smoke mm -hmm. stuff, I mean, how bad is, how bad is it? How, how bad could they get, could it get to the interstate? I mean, it's one thing for the smell of it. You just shut your AC off yeah. until you get through. 
But well, I mean, could know, it actually wanted... do something to your car? Uh, well, you know, in, 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 I guess in the worst case scenario that it could actually, you know, I cause basically work off of oxygen and combustion. And I guess if you really got into a really smoky area where there was a lack of oxygen, it could have, it could actually have an effect on your vehicle, but more so it's the visibility. And, you know, once we, in the, in the olden days when we dealt with that stuff, we would always be very cognizant of which way, you know, okay, it's burning here, which way is the wind blowing and what arteries are around here? Is it the interstate? Is it Chef Highway? Is it, you know, Veterans Highway? Is it somewhere on the West Bank and all this kind of stuff? So that played into it, but um, that would be the biggest thing. And of course, if we had to, you know, it wasn't a fun thing to do, but if we, before we had a lot of accidents, we just would have to shut down. And you see that on the North Shore sometimes with Interstate 12, they'll mm -hmm. just have to shut it down until the wind changes. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing of it is, that's what, something too a lot of people don't understand is that most people who, who pass in a fire succumb from smoke inhalation. They may get burnt, but it's you're absolutely they right. over, overwhelmed by the smoke. Yeah. You're, you're a good, a good student, Spike, because I know the last time we were together, we talked about <laughs> we that. We did talk about and, this. And, yeah. And most of the time, people, you know, look, I'm, I'm very fearful of flame and it's a dangerous thing, but most of the time, people don't even know what's going on. They, they go to sleep. Carbon, you know, smoke builds up, carbon mm -hmm. monoxide or whatever. It basically acts as a drug. It puts them further into sleep and then takes away their life. So, you know, don't don't be. And I always push, you know, get your smoke detectors, get your detectors working well. Yeah. Because you may not have a chance to. You might well, not. You know, some people think you wake up coughing and you're good, but no, it's it's not. It could one be of very the, dangerous. One of the things. Now we have a carbon monoxide detector. We only have one, but mm -hmm. I have it next to my water heater in my mm -hmm. in my utility room under the stairs. Right. But one of the things that we did, that Maureen did, because she she researched this, we got fire we got fire alarms, uh, smoke detectors around the house, but in the kids' bedrooms, even though they're they're old now, twenty three, twenty one, mm -hmm. and nineteen, mm -hmm. there's a there's a smoke detector in there, and instead of just beeping and going off, it's me and Maureen's voices yelling at the kids to get up and get out of the house because That's you're yeah. yeah they're all I mean just in the middle of the night this loud high piercing right. noise they don't know what the hell it is it's right. more confusing and this is like it's a fire get out get yeah. down head to the front door get out of the house yelling at yeah. them over and over again you yeah. know you're using you're using their senses to work in in a favorable environment in other words they hear that they recognize your voice it's, it makes it it makes it work that much better yeah it you know, does that, and that and i mean we still like i said we still have them and they're yeah. easy to do it's just it's it's you know press the record button yell into right. it get out of the house the whole shebang and then we just, it, it's like every, it's like when, it's like any other kind, you change the batteries when, uh, when the yeah. clocks change and, and there you go. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the, you know, let's get back to Christmas and the fire trees. Again, just go Google Christmas tree fires. There's several videos and you'll see exactly how fast these things go up. I'm assuming, of course, that a live tree that ain't live no more, because all these things get spray painted. I've bought more than one of those. Yeah. But uh, they get dried out. Those things go up pretty quick. Do you find those go up quicker or the cheaper i know if you get a good fake tree it's a lot of times it's got the ul sticker saying it's flame retardant material but uh you know they got cheaper ones too i mean yeah. what what the goes one, up the quicker? ones that the ones that give us the hard the, really some of the ones that are like if you know we use the term flock and stuff like that yeah. they'll actually have some some preventative properties with us and look they're all dangerous when it comes to that but the ones we fear the most are just the people you buy an ordinary christmas tree you decorate it and you don't water it. And those are the ones that they go up. I'm telling you, you said it, go on YouTube. You can, YouTube, you can just grab any of them and time it in a, less than a minute and a half. The whole room's involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes in less and than it's a like, but the thing of it is too, it's like less than a minute and a half, the whole room, 
but a full minute into it, the, right. this before the smoke gets going. So frankly, the whole room becomes engulfed in about 15 seconds. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. So you, you know, it becomes you either get out or you're going to have a problem. And, you know, by then it's too late, but those are the, any of them, you know, we, we, we just, again, making sure we use it properly. If you've got a, whatever the recommendations are, but I can tell you, if you have a live tree and I'm all about it, I like the smells and we do it in our house, but I'm very, every day, every morning I wake up, I check that water level throughout the whole time that it's there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of trees will hit a point like they'll, they'll take water for a period of time and then they'll stop, but you still you know, which is kind of saturated it, but you still want to check it all the time because it's just a, it's just the safest yeah. way to go. And on top of that, you know, checking to make sure your smoke detectors and everything else is working properly. I, I, I used to have, we haven't had a real tree since Katrina because yeah. I mean, we're, we're, what can I say? You know, we lost everything in Katrina. Right, so we just right. bought a couple of fake trees, right. but, um, I used to, I used to have a live tree all the time and I had this three foot long, uh, funnel that I bought, mm-hmm. I think, at the Home Depot to water yep. the tree because yep. I didn't want to crawl around the floor. A and lot then... of people do that. that. Hey, if it makes it easy, it's going to make you do it. I'm, I'm all for it. Oh yeah. And that's what people. That's I have something similar to that that I use when we when we use ours. But, um, you know, it's it's a it's a great time of year. It's a festive time of year. It's a family time of year. And we just, you know, there's unfortunately in my world, I got there's a lot of heartbreaking stories that go along with it. And uh, but if we can get the word out and, and you know mm-hmm. have people understand the safety of it all and and again it's just using the things properly. What kind of fire extinguisher should should somebody have Good in question. their home? Really? You know, because there's several kind. And I mean, look, CO2 is the best as far as I know, but those are right. expensive and they got to be recharged all the time. Right. When yeah. you're going to go buy just a one, good old, just a good old like what you look for is in the fire service we classify the types of materials by A, B, C, and D. And it's it's as most most extinguishers are going to be C. Uh, I'm sorry, going to be B C. So you'll go to your hardware store or your wherever store, and you look and you'll see a fire extinguisher. Some of them will say A B C, but uh, A is ordinary combustibles, B is electrical, C is you know some of your flammables and stuff like that. But um, the I'm sorry, I said that backward. B is is your flammable, C is your electric. But you want to if it's you want it to be at least a B C. And it doesn't have to be a big one. It can be one of those little small ones that's going to give you a lot of time. And if you ever have to use it, you want to remember to put the put whatever's coming out of that extinguisher, the big cloud of dust, at the base of whatever's burning. So, God forbid, it's a pot yeah. on a stove. Don't knock the flames back. Tree. Right. It'll it'll it's basically what it does is it kind of takes away the oxygen and puts it out. But that's a real good question because that's something that goes it. It's a force multiplier. If I've got if I'm watering my tree and I got a smoke detector, my force multiplier is the extinguisher. Then if something does, because you want to prevent it from going wrong, but if it goes wrong, what am I going to do? And just like you, you brought it up, get that extinguisher, pull a pin and hit it. And it should be. I mean, look, I've got, I've got one in my kitchen, I got one in my utility room, right. and I got one in my shed outside. So you want to think about where might the fire start. So say it might start in the kitchen. Now I don't want to put it right next to the stove, but I no. want to be able to reach it and get our mine's just the other side of my fridge, which is Perfect. about Perfect. about eight to 10 feet away from there the stove. So you would, you know, if something would happen. You'd step away from your stove. You're probably moving that direction unconsciously. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's and, out. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, and, and, Oh, by the way, there's my extinguisher. Boom. And you're the hero for the day. And last thing about this too, a lot of people are cooking and things like this. And we just saw the, the story 
last week about somebody's frying uh, turkey frying experience exploded and set a house yeah. on fire. Yeah. Don't throw water on a grease fire. No, sir. Don't. Please don't. Put a put. Try to if it's a pot or something. Put a lid on it. You want to take the oxygen away. What happens real shortly? It uh, water turns into steam seventeen hundred times. So if I got a gallon of water and I put it onto that fire, it's going to cause basically like a steam explosion or steam's going to just burn you, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing. Yeah, no no water on a grease fire. That's where your, dry, your, your chemical, your extinguishing agent comes in, and it's a little bit of a mess, but you clean it up, and you got you, you still got your house, you still got your kitchen, yeah. and you move on. Whereas if it burns, we all know, unfortunately, you know, the fire's going to do damage. The smoke's going to do damage. The we water's going to do damage when you come in. in yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you know, people, we hate doing it, but sometimes it's it's what we need to do. We, we hope we don't. We always we always keep in our minds that we're trying to do the least amount of damage as possible. It's hard to see when your house is burning. Well, and I'll say this, and then i got to go. But we had a problem at the house one night. My wife smelled something burning, and it smelled like it was in the back. So we call the fire department and go, could you just come and y'all got a sniffer or something? Because we just smell something. It smells it smells electrical. Five trucks showed up. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? And they, they explained to me, it says, all y'all, their houses are pretty close together. Yeah. So if something started, we wanted to be here to make sure it didn't right. go any further always, than you. You can always send it back. You can't you can't make them come out of nowhere. But yeah. that's a that's a that's a thing we use. We we'd rather be over prepared and get there and say nope, we don't need it than to, than to need it. You know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so y'all showed up lickety split. You went up in my attic, didn't find anything. Uh, I've I found out what it is. It's a I have a faulty uh, on off switch that I changed uh-huh. out. That's all. That's all. Oh, it good. Was. You see, that was a. You paid attention to it. You you took measures, and you and you probably avoided a problem that could have been more much more serious down the road. Yeah, and that's all. I, and it would be and the it would have been. It's right below my bedroom. So in other words, I, I'm above yeah. the den, and that's where the smell yeah. was in the den. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna be jumping out this window here in a minute. Yeah. Chief Dave Tibbetts, uh, where can people go to find out more information about how to stay well, fire safe? They, they can, you know, if you Google NFPA, National Fire Protection Association, they got it. I mean, YouTube's got it. Just type in fire safety, holiday safety, and it'll pop up all over the place. New, uh, the uh, Jefferson Parish Fire Department is 736-6200, and we can guide you into the right direction. And we'd much rather, we're always available. We'd much rather help you on the front end and educate people than have to respond to a tragedy that we yeah. certainly don't want to see during this time of year. Not during this time of year. Not during any time no. of year. No, Chief, you're right. Appreciate it, man. Be safe, and uh, hopefully, yes, I won't talk to you again until next year when I'm we say the same stuff. They're looking forward to it. But yeah. thanks for the opportunity. You have a great day. You too, man. Bye. Thank you. I scream, you scream. We all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been—a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez le bon temps rouler. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game, you can't even tailgate, so what you gonna do? Go fishing! Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you gonna catch, where you wanna catch it, how you wanna catch it. All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing! 
Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in? Just sign up on LASaltwater.com. Okay, so uh, Dave Tibbetts, Chief Dave Tibbetts of the Jefferson Parish East Bank Consolidated Fire Department. Uh, I am going to post, and y'all need to go back and listen to this thing again for some pointers about how to stay safe at Christmas. And I am going to post on Spud's Friends and Fans a link to a couple of YouTube videos about how fast a Christmas tree can go up, all right? I just want you to have a safe and happy Christmas, okay? Tomorrow on a Spudcast says Newsmakers and Ball Breakers, but my, my buddy Lance Montalto, comedian par excellence, from New Orleans, now he lives and works out of Vegas, uh, but he'll be joining me to do Newsmakers and Ball Breakers tomorrow, so make sure you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ass here on uh, Spotify and Red Circle and Google and all of y'all listening to me on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big TZ. You can also find me on Twitter at SpudGotDat, at SpudGotDat, all right? And uh, if you want to you wanna send me a message or you want to got an idea for a guest or a, a segment or you want to get on a list of me emailing you directly, the uh, Spudcast Podcast, just go to thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow with Lance Montato. Y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan. <laughs>